are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. This is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in a nice wintry Johannesburg and welcome to all of you. Thank you so much for joining us on on a busy Friday afternoon, although as I said, it's getting already summer. Yes, Shabbos is starting today one minute later, six minutes past five, so summer is almost on the way, so don't lose hope, don't get too... Uh, depressed by the fact that it's cold and you have to think about taking out what clothes you're going to wear and how many layers you're going to manage to wear tonight to go to shul, etc., etc. It's fine. It's fine. It's going to get warmer and we're going to complain soon about how hot it is and, oh, we can't wait for winter, etc., etc., which is just so much the human condition. Never quite really happy with what we have at the moment and always wanting something else that somehow it's going to be better, it's going to be more fulfilling, it's going to somehow, our lives will be complete if only Something would change without, of course, realizing that the way it is now is exactly the way the Rebbein wants it to be, the way we're meant to be living our lives at this moment, and in the situation that we can actually optimize and accomplish the most we could possibly ever wish to 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 accomplish. So this week in our part of the world, the Pasha we're reading is Pasha's Baha'a Loisacha, and it's a very, very fascinating, very, very interesting, very dramatic uh, uh, Pasha, probably one of the most dramatic speeches we have in the entire Torah. It takes place when Moshe Rabbeinu was confronted by, by the complaining of the, of the, uh, of, of, of the Jewish, the Jewish nation. But I want to just pick up on, on, uh, on uh, one point where as a result of, of the, uh, the complaints, so Hashem tells Moshe, gather 70 elders, from the elders of the Jewish nation, Ashigadata, that you know, that they are the elders of the nation, they are the uh, enforcers of the nation. We are right and I'll come down with the Batim Chosham, I'm going to speak to you. And I'm going to share uh, uh, some of, and, and, and not only that, I'm going to sort of magnify the 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 ruach the spirit which is upon you and place some of that upon upon them so then we not so itchabamasa on that then they'll be able to carry the burden of the nation with you and you won't have to carry it all all by by yourself. Rashi makes the comment that the statement of Hashem to assemble people Ashayodata that you know Right, uh, 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 so he says that's talking about already from Mitzrayim, and he says that's referring to these shaitrim, the policemen in Mitzrayim, who were placed. They were like the couples. They were uh, placed in charge of the the yidden to ensure that all the quotas of of the bricks that Paro needed to be made were fulfilled on a daily on a daily basis. And of course, sometimes it uh, became too impossible. Uh, and, and the task was actually uh, no one, no one could uh, could uh, make that much, especially when they 
when they were told that they weren't even going to be given straw anymore than they had to go you know, disperse amongst the whole land of Israel, of, of, of Egypt to actually find straw and then still come up with these, the same amount of, of, of bricks. And these Jewish, uh, policemen had compassion for their brethren and, and didn't force them to kind of overexert themselves in, in, in this really, uh, and totally an impossible, impossible ta- task. So therefore, at the end of the day, consequently, when the overseers came and saw that the quarter of bricks hadn't been reached, so then they, the policemen, they were whipped and beaten by their superiors for their failure and of the quota of not, not being, not being met. Says Rashi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw their mysterious nefesh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw their sacrifice in receiving the suffering and pain in place of their brethren, and therefore they were rewarded now with their becoming the new, they became prophets, and their appointments to act, actually help lead Klaiso together, together with, uh, with Moshe bin Rush says that here, Rush says it also in, in Parshas, in Parshas Shemais with the same, the same, uh, same idea. Since they were worried about the pain of their brethren in, in, instead of just being, uh, uh, worried about themselves, and even though uh, uh, all the all the Gideon was sort of really under the boot and really a downtrodden at that time, so they they, they merited they, they were zeichet to become the leaders and 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 to to help Moshe Beinu in the leadership of 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 Klaus, of Klausel and uh, and uh, they they you know as they retained their positions of leadership in times of greatness in greatness also. Now, we can't even begin to manage, to, to, to imagine the, the, the amount of, of merit, the amount of schus, the amount of browning points one, one receives f- to, uh, uh, for even kind of lightening the, the suffer of, of another, of another Jew, of another Jew. Certainly, not only if you lighten it, but if you completely remove the suffering from them, can you imagine even right is 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 uh, is uh, how great that that merit is, and go take that one step further, and even greater than that. If a person is feels his pain so much, and 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 actually takes the pain for his friend in his in his place, that is a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous merit. So let's take for an example. The case of two names that are very, very familiar to us in many of these stories, and that is the name of Dosan and Avidum. Dosan Avidum. So, of course, there's no doubt that these two people were were Rishayim. They were the two individuals who were fighting with each other in Mitzrayim, and uh, Moshe reprimanded them for their for their. Uh, you know, arrogance and, and almost a belligerence to to one to one uh, to one another. They were they were the ones who reported to Paro that Moshe killed the Egyptian, and, and Moshe was actually sentenced to death because of them. Hashem tells Moshe in Midian that he could now return to Mitzrayim, because the people who wanted to kill him died. 
Hashem was referring to Dustin and Aviram who lost their wealth and therefore, the Gemara says, are considered, are considered dead and, and, uh, and, uh, and powerless. That's, uh, according to the Gemara in, in, uh, in the Durham. And they were the, the same ones who met Moish and Aaron at the end of Pasha Shmois after they let Paro's, uh, uh, presence and, uh, and, uh, really kind of nastily said to them, may Hashem look upon you and judge for you have made our, our, our smell disgusting in the eyes of Paro and in the eyes of his, of his servants. They were the same ones who refused to leave Mitzrayim with the rest of, of, uh, of Amisho. Right, because they they were uh, uh, they were the ones that said because the pasuk says the Alma Paroi Levnei Yisrael Paro will say to Bnei Yisrael that the Jews are are trapped in the in in the land. So so one one shot of Rashi is uh, Livnei means about the Bnei Yisrael, but the other shot is no Livnei Yisrael. They were Jews who actually remained behind in Mitzrayim, and that was Das Navidam. Who didn't want to, uh, who didn't want to live. And once again, were the ones that reported to Paro that Klaisol had fled and, and causing Paro to have this uh, complete change of heart and, and to chase after, after the Jewish, the Jewish nations. And they were the same ones again. Uh, who brought out their, their, their mon on Shabbos in order again to defy Moshe's words that, that the mon's not going to fall on, on, on Shabbos. Real, real scoundrels. And again, the same people who were part of the, uh, the, uh, part of, we'll read about it in two weeks' time, of Korach's rebellion against, against Moshe Rabbeinu. And there, they finally met their, 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 their death. So, um <laughs> by now you're probably asking the following uh the following question and that I mean what took them so long to die? I mean these like these are through and through evil and, and and nasty people. We just listed all that all the things that, that, that they've done that they've done uh that they've done wrong. I mean we 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 tell the 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 Russia son in the Haggadah, that if you were in Mitzrayim, you would never have uh, have uh, be redeemed. You would have died during the 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 the, the mark of Cheshach, during the plague of, of of darkness, like all the other wicked people. Yet somehow, Dustin and Aviram didn't die together with all the other Rishayim. Not only didn't they die, but Hashem unbelievably. Uh, uh, did a nace for them, change the nature, perform for them a, a special splitting of the Yamsuf. They didn't, they, ne- they never left with the Jews, they came with Paro, and they were Zerha to their own personal Kriyas Yamsuf. <laughs> yes. I, I wasn't, I wasn't making that up, you heard correctly. We, t- we told you about how, how they, uh, how they remained in Mitzrayim, they were the ones who told Paro the news about the 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 Yidden running away. So how did they even come to the to the to the how did they, how did they manage to come? How did they manage to cross the Amsof after all the Egyptians uh, uh, died in in the uh, in in the sea? Because once once the Vayashavayam once the sea returned to its original its original uh, form, how could they have crossed? And it must be that the sea split. 
a second time just for them. Because of this, one of the Rishonim, in fact, answers a, uh, a question. We say every, we say every morning after the Shema, we say, Vizaydim Tibata, Vididim Hevata, the Egyptians you drowned, and your beloved ones you crossed over the Yamsuf. Yet, in, uh, in the Torah, these events are, are the other way around. Where first Yisrael crosses the Yamsuf, and only afterwards the Egyptians, the Egyptians drowns. And, and he answers that Vididim Hevata is not referring to the whole class. So they talk at that already crossed. It's referring to Dustin Aviram, who had their own private session of, of Kriyas Yamsuf, of splitting the sea, after all the Egyptians had, 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 uh, had died. Which is a peladika, which is a peladika which is, so in fact we have two questions that have to be asked. Firstly, how did these two Rishoyim merit a private, uh, a change of, a miraculous change of nature, a whole phenomenon done for them? Secondly, according to the way this Rishon, uh, learns it, so is it, uh, why was it, uh, why can these two Rishayim, who are, why, why are they, I mean, if they're so terrible that eventually they were even killed in the, in the Machleks of Kara, why are they called Yedidim? Why are they called the beloved ones of, uh, of HaKadosh Baruch? It seems to be almost an inherent contradiction in, in, the, in, the, whole, in the whole thing. So Yeshua B'Leib Diskin answers this question, why didn't they die during the time of, uh, of, of darkness with all the rest of the Rishayim. So he says the following, the following, he says, the Medrash writes that they were part of that group of Shaitrim. They were part of that group of these Jewish policemen who took the blows and took the knocks and took the suffering in the place of all their, of all their brothers. That's a big, 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 big thing. That's a tremendous, tremendous mysterious nefesh. Someone made a calculation that these shaitrim uh, 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 were beaten for the entire time the Jews were, were being enslaved, which was for 86 years. Why? If you make, make a cheshman, that uh, since if the, uh, if the, the birth of, of, uh, of, of Miriam and until right before the, the gula was, was an 86 year time and, and they were whipped for all that time and they took for all that time they took all the blame for the rest of, of Yisrael. Why? Because of their deep, deep Rachmanus for other, for other Yidin. That's, that's just, that's huge for those 86 years in which they suffered. Right? Which is, uh, 86 of course is the Gemachi of Hashem's name of Din, of Elakim, symbolizing this, the, the, this, uh, this Midas Adin. So due to that almost self-imposed suffering on behalf of, of the rest of Klai so these people, as big as Shom they want, did they, did they, 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 even their bad Midas didn't work against them, but rather it protected them. Not only were they pardoned from it, but they even earned the right to, to have this amazing, amazing, uh, 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 nace happen for them that they themselves were able to, 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 to get out of Mitzrayim and cross, and cross the Yamsa because 
kind of taking the rap for somebody else, being prepared to suffer for somebody else, which which really in this case involves a deep kind of kind of suffering. And 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 we said over over a really really long period of uh, of time shows a tremendous 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 obviously show and earns a person a very special place by 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 Hakadosh Baruch Hu. In fact, like Mida connected Mida, such a person who displays so much of the Ridas of the Midas Harachamim, therefore, tremendous amounts of the Midas Harachamim are extended to that person in the same fashion, the same way as that person extended Rachamim to others, HaKadosh Baruch Hu extends Rachamim to him, to him, uh, to him also. And, and that's, 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 that's the amazing thing of, 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 of Das Navirum. Das Navirum were, were, were Zeiche. Yes, they were Shem, and ultimately they had to be punished for their tremendous, tremendous lack of, of, of their hurts, for the tremendous chutzpah, for the tremendous amount of confrontation they had with, with Moshe Rabbeinu, which, which is completely, completely inappropriate for anyone, and certainly for any Talmud in front of his Rebbe, for anyone who, uh, who, uh, uh, needs to show respect to someone greater than them. But, at the same time, you know, we, we, we don't have the ability to just kind of write off people and say, oh, he's a bad person. No, we have to look at everything individually and privately by itself. And yes, while Dustin Avram did many wrong things, they also had this tremendous, tremendous chus, had this tremendous merit that they were prepared for such a long time to accept the beatings, to put up with the, the suffering, to protect the rest of the Jewish nation. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch protected them and, and saved them and they didn't die in Makas Cheshach. And although they stayed behind in Mitzrayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, uh, took them out and, and did a special nation. They're the Yedidim. They're the beloved ones. They're the ones that are closest to, 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 to the Rabbani Shalom. And that's a tremendous, tremendous idea for us. And, and therefore, and therefore they, they too at this point, uh, uh, merited to, to uh, become part of that elite group of of the of the Shivan Zikanim of the of the great leaders of the of of the Jewish of the of the Jewish nation. And it's something we need to take home. It's something we need to we need to think about. That uh, yes we 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 have friends, we have relationships with people, but sometimes we have to be prepared if we really care about people to not only try to lighten their burden, to not only try to help, but if we have the opportunity to perhaps even Create a situation where we can save them totally from from any kind of suffering, even if it means that we ourselves might have to have to bear something, have to put have to put up with something, have to somehow uh, a compromise a little bit in order to create a situation that will benefit somebody else. That's that's certainly that's certainly a worthwhile a worthwhile thing to uh, to to do. And that's uh, that, that, that that we say in in the. In, in Shirashim, Shchayrani, beloved, I'm, I'm, I'm black, but I'm beautiful. In other words, I can, I can, uh, I can, uh, I can sometimes have to, uh, you know, look black. I can sometimes look that I'm, I'm, I'm not such a great person. I'm, I'm, I'm putting up for somebody else. I'm suffering because of someone else. I'm almost black, black and blue. Uh, I'm not one doesn't necessarily have to take physical, physical markers for the, for other people like, like they did. But uh, it's something we need, we need to be cognizant of, and it's certainly a, a lesson when we think about how we look after our friends, how we care about our friends, how we react to, to, to them and to their, to their problems. What can I do? How can I act on their behalf? Not only to sort of 
ease their pain, but where even possible to remove their pain, remove their pain, their pain totally. We'll come back with a further segment on Hilchel Shabbos in a moment. This is Soul to Soul, 101.9 High FM, the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. 101.9 High FM, we're back on your radio. This is Soul to Soul here in Johannesburg, and a wonderful good air Shabbos afternoon to all of you, as we always do at this time, the important details that we need for this Shabbos, Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Beha'aleischa, the latest time for lighting Shabbos candles this afternoon is at six minutes Past five, five or six is the latest candlelighting time of, for this week. And it's very, as I said, one minute later than it was last week. So we're moving along. Uh, Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at 5.59, one minute before six, six o'clock. As I say, Baleska is an amazing parsha, beautiful haftarah about the, the, uh, the menorah. Uh, if you're keeping up with the reading of the uh, Pirkei Avos, so we'll be doing the second Perik, Perik number two, Bayes, uh, tomorrow, and that's certainly worth reading and, and worth studying up on uh, a little bit to keep oneself familiar with uh, with all of uh, with all of that. Um, back to our discussion on the era of Tchumen that we were we were having until on, until now. So we're talking about the the setting up. Of the uh, of of uh, of the Arab, and, and we said that one can even set up a, a, a an Arab on on condition that it should work not only for oneself, but it should be able to work for everyone who lives in that uh, in that place, and 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 uh, that that perhaps a chiddush that one is able to even set up uh, uh, an Arab with this kind of a a condition. Let's say, for uh, example, uh, let's say one knows that on on Shabbos you're going to have uh, two great Tamanich Chachamim who are coming to say a shear in two cities in the area, but we don't know which or, or he doesn't know yet which one he wants to go. He wants to go here. You know, they're both, uh, esteemed people. He wants to hear them both, but he hasn't decided yet which way he wants to go. Is he going to go to the one, let's say, who's, uh, speaking in the city to, uh, his east? Or is he going, to, does he want to go to, maybe to the one who's going to be sitting, who's going to be speaking in the city to his, uh, to his west? Or maybe at the end he'll decide to actually remain at home. Which of course is what many people do end up, end up doing. So what does he do then? He has the right to say, I'm gonna put, I'm putting one Erev, 2000 Amas away from where I am, or from the end of the city, in the easterly direction. And I'm gonna put another Erev, another food for two meals, uh, at a 2000 Amma marker, just before the 2000 Amma marker, uh, leaving my abode, leaving my town, Going to the west, to the west, and I can make a condition either, either perhaps in my heart or even better verbally that when Shabbos comes or sometime on Shabbos, I'm going to decide which one is the tchum I want to use and which way I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, travel. Am I going to use the Erev to the west and travel in that direction here, that chacham, or am I going to use the Erev to the east and travel to uh to the uh, speaker on the west or 
Am I going to just remain home for the whole for the whole Shabbos? Once on Shabbos, he makes that decision. He makes the decision which way he's going to go. So then he can't then remake his mind. That becomes his decision, and only the one that he decides to use is a valid is a valid eruv. If he never actually made a decision, but let's say he just starts walking. Uh, in one in one direction, let's say he starts walking to the uh, to the east. So even though he never actually made up his mind, right, I'm going to the east. But the fact that he's now walking in that direction that fixes his decision and that fixes his his uh, trum, and he has no right then if you to turn around and then go uh, and use the other the other trum. Once he started in one direction, that kind of fixes him. To go in that uh, in that uh, in that way, uh, a person would have the right, if he wants, to uh, donate and pay for an eruv for the whole city, right? Let's say uh, everyone wants to go here, the the one Russia, let's say, so the whole city can travel, and he can set up an eruv and and say a public text. And say some defect of with this Erev, it should be mutter for everyone who lives in this city and even any guests that might be here to go from this place uh, and travel beyond where the uh, Erev marker is another two thousand amas in whatever in whatever direction they need to they need to travel and anyone who knows about the presence of such an Erev before before Shabbat starts, no, it's before Ben Hashemosh, before uh, the actual time of kicking kicking in, even though the that person has has not uh, even made up made up his mind that he's going to uh, uh, use that that uh, that eruv. If sometime during Shabbos he would decide that he wants to travel in that direction, he can rely on the eruv that's been made for everybody everybody else. But if someone didn't know about the existence of that Erev before Shabbos started, so then he can't rely on it and he can't carry with with uh, using it uh, even if he does find out about it on uh, on, on, on Shabbos. And uh, if there was, it was a lot of people in the town, a big town and many people were there and you don't have enough food to put for two, uh, enough food for two meals for all of these of these people, but he knows that let's say at least uh, uh, twenty people would want to rely on 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 the eruv. So then you could just put enough food for twenty people at that place and say, with this eruv, it should be permuta for anyone who wants to travel from this place and go two thousand amas and go. In, uh, uh, in in that in any direction for all the all the years or all the Shabbos of the whole year and if he does that so anyone who's interested to rely on uh, on his Erev and and travel would be allowed would be allowed to do that again provided that they know about its existence when when uh, when Shabbos when Shabbos uh, uh, started and therefore if it's clear that someone's going to rely on the area that he put down, then 
he knows someone's going to rely on that, then he can even make make a brach. But if he's not even sure if anyone is going to use the Erev, he's just setting up as a as a, as a chesed, then don't make make a brach. But if a person puts down an Erev without, without any tenai, so then the the tchum is set by the Erev, and then he can't change the tchum if it doesn't have if it doesn't have a uh, a, a condition a condition. Uh, uh, attached, attached to it. Well, that's all the time we have. We actually, we've actually finished this, this segment. Uh, there's been a lot of requests to go back and perhaps discuss again. We did it once before, a long time ago, the laws of, uh, what one can instruct a non-Jew to do on Shabbos. I think we're going to go back and, and repeat that because of its incredible relevance here in, in, uh, in Johannesburg. But in the meantime, want to wish each and every one of you are fantastic and amazing Shabbos. Time for you and the family to kind of re- recharge your batteries, get together, learn some Torah, stay warm, and in many, many ways in each other's company. And thank you all for being with us. Thank you for being part of our show. And just to every single one of our radio family, stay tuned for the news. A wonderful, good Shabbos.